Hey out there in mommy land, this is Mom Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jacqueline. I really appreciate you being here with me today, and I pray that you are tremendously blessed by our podcast. Please don't forget to like, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Mom Unfiltered CA. Now it's time for our program. Developing our Christ-like qualities. Her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. Proverbs 31.19 Hey girl, so we are going to dive into Proverbs 31.19 Developing our Christ-like qualities. So as you know, um, I'm reading from the NLT version of the Bible. Um, So I did not use the Sean Concordance to um, get the of the words because the NLT version and the strong accordance versions are different. So that's that. Um, but preferably with what um, God has shown me through studying this verse and uh, going through this Proverbs 31 study, um, we'll get the gist of it. So um, the biggest ones I want to pull out is hands, the power to direct something, an active role in influencing something, the word busy being occupied or engaged, spinning meaning drawing out, thread passed through something and into the required position for use, fingers identify or choose someone for changing or cause to change in character or composition, typically in a comparatively small but significant So, what Jacqueline's translation and what the Holy Spirit translated to Jacqueline for that was women influencing something, being present, engaged drawing out and passing through something into the required position for use to cause a change in character and strengthening character. So this woman is an influencer. She is present with her family and her friends. She's engaged with her spouse. She's great accountability, a change engine, aware of who she is in Christ and in the world because she consistently self-assesses and develops her Christ-like qualities. Many of us are at a crossroads or a conundrum in our lives. At the time that I was writing this, the world was in disarray. As none of us ever seen or lived. Matter of fact, 
I was busy writing this book for you all, and it came to a screeching halt in this world of ours. Um, not only did the world come to a screeching halt, but the state of my life drastically changed. I was being a Proverbs 31 woman, my marriage was in turmoil. My heart was broken. My house was in chaos. My children became untamed and aggressive because of the things that were going on in my home that I had no control over. On top of all that, my support and my church family turned their backs on me when I needed the most. Most of my friends were torn between my decision to divorce my husband and the call of the church to not get divorced. Not knowing what to do, I found myself in a valley. Basically, I was in the valley of the shadow of death. No one to look to. So, as I do, I cried out. myself in God's word and started to prepare my This was a rough spot and I longed to be with people and be accepted by them. But what God showed me at this time is all I needed was him. This was my 2020 come to Jesus moment. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give is light. Matthew 11 28 through 30, New Living Translation. My former pastor quoted this very verse quite often, and it has never rung so clearly in my soul. I was in the valley, a very dark place. I could see Jesus motioning towards me to come to him. I became paralyzed, numb to feeling any emotion. I couldn't even pray. God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Romans 8, 26, New Living Translation. Listen, girl, all I could do was cry. God showed me, too, that I was not alone. My tribe was there to lift me up. Sometimes when you're in the valley, you become unaware of who God has surrounded you with and definitely unaware of his mighty presence. Thankfully, I was about to reach out to my sisters in Christ, my strong group of women that cast no judgment on me or my situation and just breathe the word of God all over me. Thank God 
for those women. He set forth for me because when I couldn't pray, they prayed for me. All I did was say help. So back to this woman in Proverbs 3119. A woman I hadn't experienced yet. When I read this person, I didn't feel like I was an influencer. I didn't feel like I was assessing my character. I just felt like I was not there yet. I couldn't share her with you, no matter how much I begged God to reveal her to me until I went through this process. There is so much of God molding and sowing, being the great I am in me. He has given me the tools to look at my life differently. He's shown me who I am and whose I am in him and in this world. Listen, sis, the influence, being present, accountability, consistency, self-assessing, and developing my Christ-like qualities. He was doing it all. As I was listening to a current pastor's sermon at the time I wrote this, He was talking about coming out of the valley and seeing the light. Something he had said hit me. Have you ever been in a season where you had to struggle by yourself and everybody walked out on you? That got my attention because that was exactly where I was. He then went on to say, but sometimes God puts you on the backside of a mountain for the sake of your assignment. Then I heard from another minister. Maybe God has to isolate you because you're still wounded. So you learn how to minister from your scars instead of minister from your wounds. <laughs> Sisters! That line nearly took me all the way out because... I felt that deeply, like if I were to minister to people at that point in my life, I would literally and figuratively be bleeding all over them. I was a hot mess. Here I was festering in bitterness against my former pastor for removing me from ministry and giving people to reasons to disown me. When it was God who was removing me, the Lord knew that I could not minister his word or be in the spirit in this season. Although I had mentally and physically processed my divorce with my husband for a year and a half, God knew it was still an open wound. Yeah, I had checked out long ago in that marriage. But that's another story for another time. God saw what was coming and he knew that I would need a lot more healing as time progressed. And as the aftermath of the divorce showed itself, the Lord did not want me ministering from my wound. He needed me to minister from scars. 
I then immediately began the forgiving process with my feelings about my former church. And due to COVID, it was good that going it alone with no influences and just God working on my heart. I am happy to report or testify. I stand now in complete forgiveness of my husband, my church family, my former church family, pastor, friends, anybody who had anything to do with that part of my life. I am in total forgiveness and freedom of what I felt and what God has shown me now going forward to continue to give you all this good word, right? So God is good. God is so good. The way we develop our Christ-like character is to stay in our word, is to stay in our word and fasting and praying and building our relationship with Christ. It's not easy because there's sometimes that we don't have anything to say. We're so broken and so wounded that we have nothing to say. But as Romans 8.26 says, it's the groanings of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit speak for you. Open your mouth and see what comes out. Let the tears flow. That is the only way you can develop your Christ-like self. So sisters, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye. Thank you for tuning into our program. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. I can't wait to see you all next week on Mom Unfiltered.